When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. On this episode of Down the Wire, the madness of March continues as we look at round two of the NCAA tournament. NFL signings are abundant as well. It's not as flashy, but it's still fun. And baseball has been has been trending worldwide. All this and more coming at you down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. It's sports podcast down the wire. Every time we Episode number 111, 111, Down the Wire, baby. Welcome to Down the Wire. Professional sports in unprofessional ways, whatever the fuck we always want to say. That's my what name we is are. Tom. Here was with my brother Dave, you just heard right there. Hello. Yeah, sports, shit, stuff going on. March, baby. Breaking news, Dave. Uh, Carlos Boozer's son, 2023 Gatorade Player of the Year. Wow. Yeah, great. All right, that was that's Bleacher Report <laughs> for you. Uh, that's Bleacher Report. Cameron. Cameron Boozer. Cameron Boozer. Cameron. Ooh, I like Cameron. Yeah, Cameron, the, um, the, the artist formerly known as. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> uh, great. So, yeah, what's going on? We're recording this on a Wednesday. It'll still be out on Friday, but just be Why easier. Why are you for... telling them their secrets? Because I would like to just say that Aaron Rodgers is definitely going to fucking get traded tomorrow, knowing our luck. And oh, then sure. we're going to have to jump in the middle and it's going to sound choppy and different. And I just wanted to warn people yeah. when that happens. You know, let, let's talk about that because he came out last Friday, right? Mm-hmm. Um, of the closet of trade. Yeah. Yeah. No, wait. No, no, no. We talked about this. We did a little bit. Yeah. 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 But like, yeah. there's no new developments right now, except no, the Jets getting, uh, bolstering up for him a little we'll bit. We'll get there. I didn't say anything. Did I say anyone's name? Did I say you anyone's name? To. No, I didn't. Literally did not. Okay. Aaron Rodgers, grade A bitch still. And I want people to know that this is the boat I'm in. The boat I'm in is I'm going to get Aaron Rodgers' Jets jersey, and I'm going to get Jordan Love's Packer jersey. And I also would like to say, here's another thing I would like to say, Dave. Trading Aaron Rodgers, trading Aaron Rodgers, literally the only way the Packers lose this trade is if he wins the Super Bowl, correct? Right? I don't even think so. 
I, I really don't. Okay, if they win you know the Super why? Bowl, they need a first-round pick. Oh, yeah. But if I'm saying they don't, it doesn't matter as long as he doesn't win a Super Bowl, the Packers don't win. And I don't know if I'm necessarily rooting for that. You don't lose, you mean. Packers don't lose. No, no, no. If the, Packer, if the Jets don't win a Super Bowl, then the Packers win the trade. Yeah. But you said you said the Packers don't win. Oh, sorry. I meant the Jets don't win a Super sure. Bowl. The pack the Packers win the trade. Yeah, because yeah, I don't think so. I, I really don't. And um, again, even if they win a Super Bowl, I don't even think it's all that bad either. Because the Jets were able. First of all, the Jets have a better defense than the Packers. Yes sure. or no? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and. The Jets have a shit ton of cap space mm-hmm. that they have been able to go out and bolster this team with ridiculous assets. And some of them more ridiculous than others. But um, again, I don't fault. I don't fault the Jets at all. I don't fault the Packers at all. It's time to move on for Aaron Rodgers. And this is probably the most level-headed thing you will ever hear me say. I think that the team right now is trying to get as much as they can for Aaron Rodgers because of the public perception. I want to say to Packers fans, the expectation, at least, that has been built up in Green Bay the last 30 years is Super Bowl contender, correct? More or less? I'll, I'll say 25. 25 years because Favre didn't... What They weren't expecting much from Favre right away. I mean, 1993 is right around the time. We're right. We're pretty damn close to 30 years anyway. Sure, okay? sure. Uh, and Aaron Rodgers, do you think he can fulfill that expectation still of Super Bowl contender? Because I don't think anyone in the league thinks that about the Packers going into next year, correct? I don't. I, I've been off of the Aaron Rodgers love fest for pun intended for quite some time. Um, but I mean, sorry. at least you could argue Super Bowl contender maybe the last two years before this, right? Yeah, right before yeah. this year, I would say that that expectation is now dwindled. There is no expectation that they win the Super Bowl this next year, and I don't think Aaron Rodgers helps them win the Super Bowl next year. Now there is plenty of perception that Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets and he makes them an instant Super Bowl contender. Now, argue me this, are they the second best team in their division if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Jets? The the Jets themselves? Yeah. I would think so. Are they better than the Dolphins? <clears throat> Man, after this offseason, Dolphins might be better too. So... Now we're gonna call them Super Bowl contenders, but they're definitely not better than the Bills. Like they're definitely not better than the Bills. I think that's fair to say right now, because I'm taking the Bills all day over a Jets team with Aaron Rodgers. And the Dolphins are bolstering up too, man. They got plenty of talent as well that they have coming in. Tom, I would like for you to cue up a sound thing for me, if you would. Oh, okay. Uh, so go on your Twitter. Okay. Um, I'm going to send you this. I meant to do it before, and I don't know why I forgot. Well, that sounds like something you do. I'm already on my Twitter, actually, too, as well. Yeah. So I want you to listen to this Peter Bukowski um, How soon clip. is it on BART? I'll just go to BART's page. Yeah, here. it's on BART. Uh, so 22 hours ago. So, look, I could, again, I could just send it to you. Okay, fine. Go ahead. But I think it's a good thing to listen to because... It is four minutes long. Are we listening to the whole four minutes? 
it's a good four minutes. Okay, we'll react with it. Then. Yeah. Okay, fine. Um, I, I want you to listen to this because this is this is the truth. I think. Um, I think that the way that Peter Bukowski, uh, what is he? Is he locked on Packers? Locked yeah. on Packers. Yeah, he's he's big on locked on. He's like a one locked on. He does like locked on NFL and shit too. I know. So he's yeah. legit there. So the I, thing I sorry no no yeah. I think the what he has done to phrase this spot as extra shout out Peter Bukowski um, because this is a great great clip and uh, shout out to Bart Winkler who I am copying this tweet from um, so listen to this and you tell me how wrong he is keep going back to is you had to be there you had to be there. You had to be there through the beginning of Aaron Rodgers' career when the fan base is tearing itself apart. You had to be there when he silenced the doubters and the haters. He goes on Colin Cowherd and essentially demands an apology and gets one, by the way, from Colin Cowherd after he goes into Atlanta, beats the number one seed, and plays the single greatest football game I have ever seen a quarterback play. You had to be there when the defense let him down over and over and over again in the postseason. You had to be there when Ted Thompson refused to take any action beyond the NFL draft to buttress and support this roster. You had to be there when his relationship with Mike McCarthy soured to the point that you have competing pieces of of investigative journalism that say Rodgers is making fun of McCarthy. McCarthy is getting massages in between meetings when these two guys very clearly did not like each other and now we have all of the performative makeup nonsense. You had to be there when you read the president of the Packers tell the franchise superstar, the guy that they just gave the most money in NFL history, don't be the problem. You had to be there when he came back under Matt LaFleur and they won 13 games three years in a row. When he won back-to-back MVPs. When he gave you hope that he could once again be the player you always said, you always insisted he could be. And you had to be there when every single one of those years he came up small in the postseason. And then you had to be there When after he goes out and wins MVP back-to-back 13-win seasons, they lose in the NFC Championship game because you can't score in the second half despite a slew of Tom Brady turnovers. You had to be there when he throws a hissy fit and an attempted coup of the front office demands heads to roll over a team that was just built from a 7-win team into a 13-win team because of this administration that just found a coach who probably should have won Coach of the Year twice in his tenure in Green Bay. You had to be there for that. And then you had to be there when he takes a top-of-market contract and then doesn't show up to be with his teammates. He mopes through a season, goes on a web show, throws his teammates under the bus, insists that he's playing well because his quarterback coach that he picked gave him a high grade after the team played like garbage. 
when he misses throws consistently that, that you know you've seen him make a million times, you see the bad body language on the sidelines. And by the way, guess who saw it also? The Packers. You had to be there for all of that to understand why so many fans, why so many bloggers and reporters think this is the right time and not only that they believe it is the logical, rational time to move on from Aaron Rodgers, but that is it is a good thing for the organization to move on. And that is before we get to some of the silly things that that Kyle Brandt said about the look team, like Aaron Rodgers wasn't absolute garbage for two and a half years, except on the look team. And then when he finally got an opportunity against Dallas, looked really good, much in the same way that Jordan Love did nothing but play on the look team in any sort of meaningful way until he looked really good against Philadelphia. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You had to be there. I, I mean, tell me that's not an impassioned Peter Bukowski. And what he said to me makes complete sense yeah I, I i get that i like what he's talking about too i think that the, the i i mean personally for me i don't know how anyone can be on team aaron anymore after he went on mcafee and is pretty much now said he's done you know what i mean he's gone intention is to play for the jets he doesn't want to play for green bay anymore green bay does not want him to play there anymore how are you team Aaron anymore? Well, because it's so easy. What has uh, Matt LaFleur and um, Brian Gutekunst done for me lately? And, you know, this we, is were, the same we guy were just who talking. Won, this is the same guy who won MVP in Matt LaFleur's offense two years in a row. We were just talking about this before the podcast, right? Uh, friend of show, Grant Bills. Uh, you know, him going out there and making a statement saying he'd rather be blown out in the first or blown out in the first round of the NCAA tournament than win the NIT. So 13 and three sounds great, but it's not a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. I don't need I don't need to make the playoffs because that looks better. In fact, I would we wanted the exact opposite yeah. throughout the entire season. We we were covering the team, following them, saying how if they're Stop going winning. to Stop win, winning. Yeah, Stop right. winning. What right. are you we doing? We need you to lose right now because the worst thing that could happen is we get to the last week of the season, a playoff spot on the line, and you blow it right there. And then yeah. you get as close to the playoffs as possible. And now everyone's pissed off because our arguably, pick is worse. Yeah, arguably you did Aaron Rodgers, your trade value for Aaron Rodgers a disservice because we knew that he wasn't healthy, right? Sure. And if you would have left him out for the rest of the season on injured reserve or some shit like that, 
teams would be more interested because, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to get healthy. We're going to be able to see him. And now you, you oh, at that point, you, you know, quote, got him healthy. I don't know, whatever. He's, you know, he says, oh, I feel fine to play. But then he's like, it, it affected me all season. Shut the fuck up, you know, Rodgers. He's going to run that until, you know, until he retires, honestly. In fact, probably after. I want to know what another Packer fan who, like, wants Rodgers is feeling like. Like, because now you can't anymore. You can't want him. You know he's gone. You know it's time. It is now time based off of two others. And now thinking of, like, people who are blaming this on Devontae Adams and blaming this on uh, Goody and blaming it on Matt LaFleur, it just doesn't make any sense. Look, I'll blame... I'll blame Gutekinds for what they got for Devontae Adams. Sure, sure. I, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah, you probably could have got another first-round pick. Because we had players traded after him that were... I, I, I can't remember who offhand. Who was it? Um, there was another big wide receiver that got traded last season. Oh, it was Tyree Kill, wasn't it? Yes. And Tyree Kill got an astronomical load. Yes. I agree that maybe the Devonte Adams trade didn't work out perfectly for us, but again, that was a guy who didn't want to play for us, so we didn't have a lot of leverage in that situation cuz he doesn't want to be here. Um by the way, uh breaking news. Yeah. The Jets are uh trading wide receiver Elijah Moore to the Cleveland Browns for a uh, sorry, trading the Elijah Moore and a third round pick to the Browns for a second round pick. Rodgers is definitely getting traded tomorrow. Yeah, that that is one hundred percent what's going to I happen. You. I told you that's <laughs> going to happen. That's our luck. Do you but, remember the first time we recorded early? The move that happened the next day that we missed. Do you remember it? I don't. I remember it. JJ Watt got traded to. Uh, it was Arizona. Arizona. Yes. <laughs> when we oh, no, record, signed, signed with Arizona. We recorded a day early, and then JJ Watt <laughs> fucking moved, and it was like, wow. Okay, that's great. Perfect. But, but that is that is one hundred percent a move they are making. To package for Rodgers. A second round pick? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to get Cleveland's second rounder with this now. Yeah, eh, that's probably not bad, right? It's better than the Jets, yeah, but... Let's, let's. I mean, let me look it up real fast. Uh, did they not send away all of it to Houston? I don't know. It doesn't make much sense if they did, but I, I it's probably a top 40 pick. 42. 42 in the second round. Okay. Well, not top 40. It's just outside of well, the top 40. For now, what is that? I don't know. When's that from? Just make For sure. now, yeah. And this is from February 16th. So they, okay. the idea that okay. they could trade you okay. know, trade up, whatever. 42, sure. God. They're going to end up getting two second rounders this year for Aaron Rodgers? They better not. That's then, what that looks like. Then I'm going to be mad. Again, I'm going to say it right now. As long as the Jets don't win the Super Bowl, the Packers win the trade. The expectations I, should be Super Bowl in Green Bay, and I don't believe Aaron Rodgers can do that anymore. I do not. Yeah. So so where is the loss then? Because our expectation as fans is to be a contender at the end, be one of the last teams standing. Aaron cannot do that anymore. I love Aaron Rodgers. He cannot do that anymore. That's my take. I mean, this is just one of the many things that have been happening in March. Uh, I mean, 
The big one, though. Mm. March Madness. Yeah, it's been madness. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we had upsets galore in this first round. Brett Brackets are busted. And second round, too. Uh, second round actually was more chalk than most outside huh? of like what Creighton Princeton and Princeton. Yeah. Yeah. Cray- Creighton, I think was sneaky to win it. I don't know. You didn't tune into the, uh, uh, what was it? Chair shot bracket show that I did. I was very high on the big East. This whole tournament. I said, the big East is going to show out a lot better than the big 10. I said, Creighton could definitely get to a sweet 16 elite eight spot. Xavier as well. I also had Marquette there, which didn't look great. But UConn as well, another deep run for the Big East. Big East definitely showing out in this tournament right now. Princeton, I mean, Princeton, the 15 seed, yeah, the, the Sweet 16. That's pretty legit. First time they've ever done that. And Tom Izzo is just a motherfucker, dude. I mean, Tom Izzo is the guy. What, what's what's going on, Dave? Uh, I'm, I'm just looking at... Oh, at, you look confused. No, I'm counting. Can't I count? Can't oh. a man count? Sorry, you just looked confused. Uh, uh, seven first-round upsets. Yeah, that's that's actually under the normal amount. Usually it's nine has been the average since 2012 um, from what I did my research on. And but it, it's not... It is it usually that many lower seeds that have right those but those are also like that counts nines over eights and tens over sevens yeah, you yeah know, but those I, are the I close mean, ones let's let's just go through them real fast the big ones Furman beating virginia we watched that right we watched that live and uh, virginia had that awful three-point attempt no it was the pass the pass that they fucked up Oh, that, that's right. It was a pass. It was the, Sorry. It, I didn't know, just know it got lobbed in the air. Yeah, that was the pass. It was There was two seconds left. They trapped him. And Nobody's then, coming to see that shit. Yeah, yeah it exactly. Bad. It was bad. It was awful. Uh, then Princeton, like you said, mm-hmm. um, you know, they upset Arizona, which is big. And uh, then Missouri, too. You know, that's uh, uh, not as big, but, you know, boo boo. Missouri, there were seven. Yeah, they still upset oh, Missouri. Princeton upset Missouri. Yeah. Sorry, you... You made it sound like you moved on to the No, you just there. assumed. I know. I, I, I assumed you were wrong, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, FDU, was, what is that? Um, why can't I remember what the fuck Come on. I you, know. Fairly, you, fairly Dickinson. Jesus. No, man. I'm looking at FAU as well, so sorry. It, it got me. It's uh, like the biggest story ever in March Madness history. Now, oh, to argue okay, back. The, uh, ever? Yeah. Why is it ever? They beat. Purdue. They were a team that shouldn't have even been in the tournament because they lost their conference championship game. They had to play into the tournament to beat Texas Southern. Sure. They lost their conference championship team game to Merrimack, who is not allowed to be in the conference or in the NCAA tournament because of a transition period. Then they have to go up against Purdue, who has a player of the year front runner in Zach Eady, who's seven foot four on the team that's average height is six foot four. And then they beat them. That's probably the one of the biggest tournament moments ever. It still ain't going to be uh, the Virginia one from a couple years ago. Yeah, because that was the first one. Yeah. But this is probably You second. said ever. You said I ever. I said one of the biggest ever. Okay. And it's definitely one of the biggest ever. Okay. Big breaking news with that. Rick Pitino. I mean, this is a big news. Rick Pitino like is news. going to St. John's yeah, and he's, from Iona, and uh, Tobin Anderson from Fairleigh Dickinson now going to Iona. Uh, and players from Iona are transferring out. Probably. No, they are. Yeah. So why wouldn't they? Well, their coach left. 
Rick Pitino, like all timer. Yeah, great all time douchebag. Ed Cooley from uh, Providence going to Georgetown now too. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I forgot I had a soundbite for that. Wow. Yeah. It's been uh, Arkansas big upset over Kansas as well, but Arkansas has got a lot of NBA talent too. They probably got two um, draft picks, lottery picks is what I was looking for. They're going to be pretty nice. They're facing UConn now. They could definitely beat them as well, um, but I think that's the big ones. All right, right well, there. Let's, let's pick uh, the, the next round, right? We have uh, Sweet 16 material. Let's yep. let's go. Okay. All right. Going into the Elite Eight, I'm gonna take Alabama to still be there because they're my they were my pick to win the Natty. Yep. So might as well keep them there. It's about the only thing brackets have left to stand on. Um I think Crint Cr- I was gonna say Crinston. Crinton. Creighton is gonna be Princeton now. They're gonna they're gonna fuck him up. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Your alarm's just going off in the middle of the show right there? Yeah, apparently uh, I work. Creighton is definitely... I, I want Princeton to win, but Creighton's a pretty fucking good team, man. They also have a lot of size on that team as well. They are... I told you, this is going to be a good tournament for the Big East. So, give me Creighton in Alabama. Okay. In that first region. All right, let's... Uh, second region, FAU and uh, Tennessee. I mean, Florida Atlantic's kind of been showing out, too. Yeah, they kind of got the easiest draw, right? I mean, they they barely beat the Memphis team. Then they get to go up against Fairley Dickinson, uh, who I get it. They beat Purdue. Good for them. Um, I'm going to say Tennessee beats them. They got a pretty good team. Rick Barnes playing in March. Very nice here, coaching them up in March. And you know what? Give me Michigan State again just to win over Kansas State because there's always going to be that one team. That's just gonna. Are you fuck one of those? Everything? Guys, I mean, we are one of those guys where it's like you beat our team, you should absolutely win. No, no, I think Tom. You're the other so, way around. I, I think I actually am not. Yeah, I don't really root for the team that beat our team Damn. necessarily. But I think Tom Izzo's a motherfucker. I think that's what we've come down I'm to. I'm shocked. He is now 16 wins where he's been the lower seed, which is I think the most of all time, and 25 straight tournament appearances. 15 times in the Sweet 16. I mean, Michigan State just does this all the time. I feel like we always are doubting this team, and then they come out and they fucking ball out. So as far as the team to surprisingly get there, give me Michigan State. All right. Yeah. So that'll be Michigan State, Tennessee in that bottom all region. Right. Uh, that South was it East region. I mean, as far as, or sorry, West region. I, I'm literally like, was doing it as far as the bracket is adjusted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Arkansas and UConn. Uh, obviously, we know you had UConn going against uh, Alabama. Uh, no, I had Kansas, I think. No. No, you had UConn. Wait, what was it? What, do you yeah. need to look at your fucking thing? I know it better than you do. It was Houston, I think. Actually. No, you had UConn. I'm... I know for a fact. You had UConn. Why? why that's what we did on this show? I'm just telling you. You had UConn beating... Or UConn and um, Alabama in the championship game. Mm, I don't know. I thought I had UConn in the final four. Because I have my my final four was Alabama, Houston, Marquette, UConn, which is you know to have three of your four in one of them is not terrible, and I homered the Marquette pick, 
But I probably would have done like Duke or something, to be honest, if I wasn't going to go with Marquette. So I don't feel too terrible about that. Um, yeah, I I like UConn against Arkansas, but Arkansas plays pretty nice too with uh, Musman, I think his name is. I can't remember now, but he took his shirt off after the win. Love that. Love that. You love shirts. Um, Gonzaga and UCLA. I, I mean, this Gonzaga team's playing pretty well right now. And it's it's when do they choke? Right. But this UCLA team is not 100 percent. They're not healthy. And I don't think they had any business being that close with Northwestern. I know Northwestern had a pretty magical season for them, just their second ever tournament appearance. And they were second in the Big Ten, I believe. I I don't love them. I don't I don't love Northwestern. So I don't know. I want to pick UCLA, but Gonzaga, for some reason, is playing really well right now. Okay, then what about the Midwest? Uh, give me Houston to beat Miami because I don't know. I don't, I'm not trusting Miami. And, oh, God, do I go with Sean Miller and Xavier or Texas? Xavier is having quite a run right yeah, now. Yeah, and I'm high on Big East. So, you know what? Fuck it. Give me Xavier. Yeah, I mean, Xavier is kicking ass. And, you know, say what you want. They played Pitt in the second round. So, you know, and Kennesaw State in the first. Mm-hmm. But even still, they're they're dispatching them with relative ease. I'm going to, yeah, sure. We'll go UConn and Gonzaga, Houston, Xavier. UConn, Gonzaga, Houston, Xavier. Okay. Yep. yep. So that's my, that's my final, that's my Elite Eight right there. Michigan State, Tennessee, Gonzaga, UConn, Bama, Creighton, Houston, Xavier. Big okay. on the Big East. Big on the Big East. All right. That's what All I'm right. going to keep saying. Okay. And uh, we, we started to tease it before. We did have some more signings over the past week. We're just going to quickly go through them, see mm-hmm. if they're worth a damn to talk about. Sure. You know, to, does it spark your fancy? Yeah. Um, you know, it, this is... This isn't anything special, I don't think. Okay. Um, first one to talk about, though, is Panthers get, uh, getting Hayden Hurst. Three years, $21 million. Yeah, it's a lot of money for Hayden Hurst, yeah. I feel like. Um, I'm, I'm not no, there for it. I no. mean, he, he didn't do Jack Diddley shit. Yeah, he is a first-round pick that's just trying to catch a bag still. Yeah, well, and the Panthers are trying to load up their team. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there's air quotes there. For whatever quarterback is stepping in. Which is now what seems to be C.J. Stroud. Yeah. With a chance of Anthony Richardson. Zero chance at Bryce Young, if it feels like. Uh, well, we'll we'll be getting to our, like, draft. Getting pretty close on draft here, Mock like a draft. month away. Yeah, yeah. so. Always, start... always a fun half episode. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll, we'll definitely, dear Lord, can I stop dying? Death. Um, Patriots getting Riley Reef on a yeah. on a one year five million dollar deal. I mean Riley Reef, he's no slouch. Yeah. Come on. Meh. I mean, eh? Yeah, he is meh. You were insane. He played on the he played on the Vikings, like he's nothing. Nah. Okay. I, I mean, we always torch that dude. Okay, all right, whatever. Um uh, let, yeah. keep going. Uh, one to kind of note, I think, Cleveland Farrell getting signed by the 49ers. How the mighty have fallen. Well, I mean, mighty is a... Um, well, fourth overall pick again. This is the yeah. same guy. This is a Hayden Hurst signing again. This is the same this on is, defense. This is not as... 
this is not as bad as Hayden Hurst. Yeah. I he's guess a, he's a one as... year, two and a half million dollar deal. Right. This is a bridge guy. This is a bridge guy. Yeah. Giants re-signing Darius Slayton, two years, twelve million dollar deal. All right. I mean, Better how do you feel about Kenny that? Kenny Galladay. Okay. Yeah, that's where we go. Uh next up. Oh. That's what I wanted. Colts getting Gardner Minshew, one uh, year, three point yeah. five. Starter right now. If the season were to start today. Yeah, well, they're definitely drafting a quarterback. Correct, but starter right now. Also, if they get Anthony Richardson, maybe still starter right now. You know what I mean? Sure. Uh, the The better question is, what type of vehicle is Gardner Minshew showing up the ninety sevenest of trucks, like whatever he Ooh, fucking that feels wants. Too new. Mm, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say a DeLorean, like rusty as fuck. Uh, like maybe some truck nuts hanging off the back of it. Mm. Like something to have, like a pheasant horn. Like a, it's like a pheasant call. I'm sticking to it. I'm gonna say he shows up in a DeLorean. He he the fucking Back to the Future car. Really? Yeah. Why? Because he's trying to go to the future. Remember before he was, no. he was, he was, he showed up in that seventies, uh, like RV that he was living if, in. If duck dynasty could be a car, that's what he's going to show up. in. So racist. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. Anti-Semitic. It's not what I said, but that's, that's not that's, what I said. That's I what duck I dynasty is. No, it's, I just need camo. A lot of camo. Garbage. Uh, and Eagles. A beard. Do you think his truck's going to have a mustache? He better. Yeah, I think he might. Uh, Eagles, they released, but then extended Darius Slay. Two mm-hmm. years, $42 million. Yeah, that would have been brutal if they would have lost him. Eagles fans were like, what the fuck for a minute yeah. there. A um, lot of money for Darius Slay. A lot of money for a corner, but I think we're paying Jair like $20 million a year now at this point. Yeah, I mean, so it's, you it's a lot money. of money, but it is only two years, and I'd like to see the details a is little he, bit is more. Is he a top five corner in the league? It's right there, right? Because I think uh, Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander are near the top, and then Xavier Howard maybe put whoever you want after that. Darius Slade definitely could be in that conversation. Uh, are we forgetting anyone huge? Is, is CJ Gardner, Gardner Johnson? He's no, a he's safety. Yeah. Yeah. I so, feel like there might be, but I don't know. Like to um, lock your guy down. Bears. Eli, Eli Apple. <laughs> Bears. Uh, f- fixed their running back problem mm-hmm. yeah, after releasing David Montgomery, or not signing, rather. They got Dante Foreman on a $3 million deal. That's That feels good. Yeah. It feels good. I mean, he'll, he's not going to be the number one guy anymore. No. Eagles got Marcus Mariota. Nice. There's a backup alarm. Yeah. This is a perfect fit for Mariota. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he very similar play style to Jalen Hurts. Absolutely. I would, uh, I would also argue, though, that I'd rather have Gardner Minshew than Marcus Mariota. I would not, or at least you would rather least, have Mariota over Minshew. If you're the Eagles, yes, because Mariota plays okay like Jalen Hurts. If you're the Colts, uh, yeah. I mean, Gardner Minshew is substantially younger. Okay. Okay. Uh, Patriots sign Mike Gesicki one year, nine mil. Yeah, this is one where I'm like, damn, I wish Green Bay got that deal just a little bit. Like one year, nine mil for bridge. Mike Gesicki would love that. Would have loved that. Well, um, I'm I'm predict- predicting that the Packers are getting Mayor? a, well, they're going to get 
one of the top three tight ends because there are three <sighs> really good tight end prospects. I really don't want Darnell Washington. He's I feel like he's a combine warrior. Okay, just gonna be one of those guys that's really good. Like that, he wasn't even the best tight end on his team last year. Wop wop. So Cowboys resigned. <laughs> Cooper Rush, maybe, two maybe a starter, maybe a Six, starter. Stop it, possible. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> God, you! I literally choked on it laughing. I mean, uh, the average backup sign or plays at four million per year. Okay, so I mean, I, I think that's good, man. Right? Can we do a like a draft of backup quarterbacks next week? Okay. Yeah, that's what I want. Uh, Bills resigned Jordan Poyer, two Neat. years, 10 yeah. mil. Like, that's a fucking steal. steal. That's a fucking steal. Yeah, I would love to have gotten uh, Brian Poyer. Or Brian, Jordan. Jordan Poyer. Sorry, I got uh, bumped back on their fucking list for some fucking reason. Um, you might want to mark this. That's okay. Sorry, right. we'll keep it quiet. We'll keep it awkward here for a little bit. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for doing that for me, brother of mine. Cole Holcomb to the... Steelers, that was a pretty big one. Uh, he's like one of the better tacklers for Washington the whole time. And I think that's going to help him out. Dean Lowry? Yeah. Uh, he left to Minnesota. He had to go. He sucked. Bob Tanyan went to Chicago Yeah. Well. well. we're getting there. We're getting there. We haven't got there yet, and I wanted to talk I that. That's why. Jesus. Braxton Berrios signed for the Dolphins. You'd rather talk about Braxton Berrios than it's, Bob Tanyan? I'm going in order here. Uh, Laramie Tunsil resigned or extended rather with the Texans. Uh, I want to talk about this real fast mm -hmm. because Lamar Jackson is trying to do what Laramie Tunsil is doing. Correct. Laramie Tunsil represents himself. Yep. And I'm just saying Laramie Tunsil doing the work. Uh, I think I liked a picture of him this week because I saw he had uh I want to say I liked the post where I saw that he re-signed. Because, again, yes, he, he represents himself. That's what Lamar Jackson is trying to and do. And what he do? Um, He is fucking jacked. Like, he's absolutely ripped. And I just want to hope that I... God, I hope I like this picture. I don't see it now. That's unfortunate. Uh, he He's a scary motherfucker. Like, he, that's a guy you want as your left tackle right there, Laramie Tunsil. And, yeah... He's now made, like, I'm pretty sure he signed another extension a while or before for, like, $50 million. So he's made over $100 million for himself yeah. and doing very well, trying to represent himself, doing that correctly. And he keeps performing. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any problem with it at all. He's he's a stud. Yeah. Go, good for Laramie Tunsil. And you know what? He probably fucks with Houston. We were just talking about that. Yeah. We yeah, were just said, talking about that. I said no no state income tax. Probably fucking loving it. Uh, Panthers signed Adam Thielen. Three years, 25 million, 14 guaranteed. Yeah, that's just way too much money for Adam Thielen. I, and it's too long, too. Yeah. I, I would not have even thought he got more than a two-year deal. Would you have taken him on Green Bay for two years, 14 million, fully guaranteed? Two years, 14 mil total? Yeah. Seven million a year, fully guaranteed. Uh, I'm gonna say no. Oh, okay. I don't think he's worth that much. Okay. Um. Well, this is eight million. Sure, fully guaranteed. Oh well, no, fourteen million guaranteed. But yeah. Uh. No. 
yeah, and then the Lions actually got their uh, this uh, C.J. Gardner Johnson mm-hmm. um, move. That's awesome for the Lions, man. This Lions team yeah. is going to be great. Yep, and they're the Packers fun. just don't sign anyone. They're they're going to be fucked. they can't. Yeah, they can't. Aaron dead cap is going to fuck them. Yes. Sorry. Yep. Yep. Like just is what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texans signed Dalton Schultz. One year, nine mil. Texans, man. They're about to be nice, too. That's a great move. Uh, Dalton Schultz is low-key slept on. He's going to be getting passes caught from uh, Bryce Young. Dalton Schultz, top five tight end in the league. Ooh, okay. Uh, Travis Kelsey. Duh. George um, Kittle. Yep. Duh. Mark Andrews. Okay. Darren Waller. Sure. And... I mean... Uh, Zach Ertz? David Njoku. No. Zach Ertz? No. Zach Ertz? No. I, look, I'm just saying... I mean... David Njoku's not terrible, by the way. Da- David uh, Njoku is not better than Kyle Dalton Pitts? Schultz. No. I don't know. Okay, I think overall, preference. man, no. He's... Fifth, maybe. Sure. Okay. And that's all it has to be. Sure. Uh, Texans also got Devin Singletary on a three and a half or three and a quarter million. That's um, that's pretty. Quarter, three quarters. That's pretty friendly, it feels like. That feels like it's a good one year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I would probably take that even on the Packers. Uh, and the Bears signed Bob Tanyan for one, one year. One year, one million, dude. Like, how did the Packers not get him for one million dollars? Because they are looking elsewhere. They, they're, they're gonna um, have to. They're gonna have to draft one now. They're they were talking. They one. were. They were just talking about how they went to the what is it? Iowa State uh, tight end. What's his name? I Oregon can't. State maybe Musgrave. No, I, Iowa State. Dalton Kincaid. Nope. Dude, if they don't get Mayor Washington Kincaid or Musgrave, I don't want them. They definitely. I don't want them if they don't get one of those four. I don't care who it is. That's not, no, no, I don't want him. Literally, no, absolutely not. Uh, Find this fucking dude and let me tell you how terrible he is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't want him. If they get an Iowa State guy, no, no. There are four tight ends you can take within the first two and a half rounds. I don't want anyone other than those four if they're taking a tight end. Dolphins also signed Devin Bush. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, 2019 free or rookie. And he ain't done shit. Nice. So, I don't know. Wow, you almost pissed me off royally right there if the Packers get one of those not four tight ends when they draft the tight Well, end. you know, um, there are also trades, though. Uh, the main one is Brandon Cooks. Yep. Yeah, he going. What do you He's, think about uh, that? Where is he? Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, meh. Like, you know what I mean? I'm always, like, I, I just am always surprised that Brandon Cooks gets traded a lot because he's now been on, like, five different trades or something like that. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's pro- it's probably Has that he been much. on that many teams? Yeah. What? Look up his fucking football reference page. He's been traded everywhere he goes. All right. Hold on, hold on. Uh, that's definitely not That right. one right there. Yep. I'm getting So there. he's definitely was New Orleans. He was also in four. He's been on four teams, not including the team he just got traded. Houston, to. New Orleans, 
uh, L.A. Rams. So he's been traded four times. In New England. Been traded four times. That's passed around, baby. Okay. I don't, I don't like you that. You said five. Just saying. Okay. Well, he'll probably get traded one more five. time. He'll probably get traded one more time. Um. Yeah, that's football, right? Yay! Time for baseball. Holy shit! The World Baseball Classic dominated this baseball season right here. The or at least the start of the baseball season it yeah. is the most watched, uh, like World Baseball Classic ever by a landslide. Yep, and um, everyone was getting turned. Trey Turner might be Ken Griffey Jr. Um, Dude, him getting called Mr. March was awesome. Uh, he, I believe, slugged over a thousand in the World Baseball Classic. I have slugged. no doubt about that. Slugged, like not OPS. OPS, I think, was fourteen hundred, and slugged over a thousand. Um, he hit five home runs and just continued to dominate. The entire World Baseball Classic. Obviously, USA, Japan, they played yesterday as we're recording this. The game was lit. Game was legendary. Um, Also, fun fact, Kyle Schwarber homered in that one. Uh, Kyle Schwarber has now hit a home run. In, in everything. In everything. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I have it right here. I uh, he, I was trying to save that for a triple grit, and looks like you. Well, I know everything. Bet. So, World <laughs> Series, ALCS, NLCS, ALDS, NLDS, the AL wildcard game, the NL wildcard game, the World Baseball Classic, and the World Baseball Classic championship game. What a fucking dog, man. Yeah. That's pretty legit. Um, So Shohei came in to close yesterday, which is not something he normally does. Rad as fuck. But absolutely was the matchup we all wanted to see. And then Mookie Betts kind of fucked it with grounding into the double play in the ninth Mm. inning. That That was kind of tragic. It sucked. But then we had Mike Trout versus Shohei Otani, bottom of the ninth, Two outs. Like, holy shit, that what a script right there. The two base two maybe best baseball players in the world play on the same team, so they never get to go up against each other. Shohei Otani gets Mike Trout to swing and miss three different times in the at bat, went to a full count. Dave, did you see the number of times Mike Trout has swung and missed in his career? The three three times in one at bat stat. Did you see that one? No, I did not. So Mike Trout has taken over six thousand plate appearances in his career. That sounds right. Twenty four times he's swung and missed three times in at bat. Yeah, that's um, that's pretty insane. That's fucking crazy. So are you saying this was fixed? No, I'm saying <laughs> Shohei Otani is that fucking good. Okay, and Shohei Otani is going to break sports contract money. Like forever, I could see that. Like I can. I don't know if he's gonna dominate AAV or total money or both. Like, what's what? What do you like? Can you get a hundred million a year? Like, could they just be like six years, six hundred million? I doubt it. No, right? I doubt no, it. he can't get that much. But could he get? I don't know about signing him to a 10-year deal. You know what I mean? I, well, 
he's going to get a 10-year deal. You think so? Yeah, man. That's how these contracts work. And Well, then um, he's getting 10 years, $600 million. And especially with the way baseball works, with everything being guaranteed, like, that's... They're, he's going to go for a 10-year deal. Did you see the breaking news uh, with the Brewers, Corbin Burns? I did. Yeah, signed with uh, Scott Boris. Scott. Yeah. So he's about to get fucking paid as well. Yeah, Scott Boris, don't fuck around. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to make a lot of money. But anyway, back to Shohei and this World Baseball Classic. Uh, hold on. Now let's talk about the World Baseball Classic. Right. How do you feel about the World Baseball Classic with what it is right now? Great. Great. Yeah. I mean, it was. I, I don't think anyone can argue it wasn't awesome for the sport. Did you not see all the like Instagram follower turnarounds they were showing and shit? No, I did not. So Lars Newtbar. Oh yeah, of Japan. Lacrosse, former lacrosse logger. Really? Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, I think before he was in the World Baseball Classic. He had 67,000 Instagram followers. After, he had 670,000 Instagram followers. Um, Shohei Otani went from like 2 million to 4 million. Uh, I mean, this was a dominating, like, this is baseball, yeah. sport of baseball event. Yeah, well, you know what? And, um, you know, what does what does baseball do oh so well, sarcastically, uh, more than any other sport in the world. Market their players? <laughs> no, that's not true. I thought we were trying to be sarcastic. Yeah. No, Well, we are sarcastic, but they have old fucks that want to ruin the sport. Mm, okay. Uh, my biggest one, um, you could half make this a Twitter hitter, Keith Oberman. Did you not see what Keith Oberman said? I did not. He became a piece of shit. After Edwin Diaz went down. First Freddie Freeman. Now Edwin Diaz. The WBC is a meaningless exhibition series. Designed to. uh, um, Colon. Get you to buy another uniform. To hell with the real season. And split up teammates. Based on where their grandmothers got laid. Call it off now. Wow. Piece of human garbage. What a guy. Keith Oberman. Big time FTG. Fuck that guy. Wow. Yeah, I don't think, I don't understand how you can watch that and not think how important and great for the sport that this tournament did. So, um, I, I mean, un- it's very unfortunate what Edwin Diaz and I don't, I don't even hear about Freddie Freeman. What's Freddie Freeman's injury? Uh, that I don't know. You should. I, I think didn't he get like grazed on the hand or yeah, something take a like Google, that? Take a Google search to that one. Freddie Freeman's injury. Obviously, Edwin Diaz probably going to miss the whole season. Yeah, that's very unfortunate. Not great. Also, was a very freak accident and didn't happen because of baseball. You know what I mean? Like it, it was minor like, hamstring injury. Okay, so like he might miss the start of the year, right? That's not a couple great. months at most. Also, right? he plays. For the fucking Dodgers, who are gonna be just fine, yeah, and if he misses a couple of weeks, and made a move, obviously after that happened, uh, going in and getting, uh, let's see, I, I know I saw where the fuck was it? I didn't I remember hearing that at all either. So, anyway, um, 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, great, great. Now I lost my train of thought, too. So, anyway, the World Baseball Classic is not bad for baseball. That's a stupid take. That's a dumb take. Yeah, and uh, so, obviously, Keith Oberman got called out Mm -hmm. fast. Uh, Lindsey Adler, genuinely shocking to see this take end with a line about players representing their country where, quote, their grandmothers got laid, end quote. Edwin Diaz grew up in Puerto Rico and Freddie Freeman plays for Canada in remembrance of his late grandmother. Hashtag gross. I think it was his late mother as well, too. Oh, sorry, late mother. Yes, there we go. Um, But then Oberman replies with, okay, it reads sexist, and for that I apologize. Make it where their ancestors got laid. That blunt description of the artificiality of the team's assignments is also trivial. For that, I apologize. But the WBC has always been a threat to what actually counts. Mm. The season. Kill it. It's got like a hint of like nationalism in there. He's gross. Yeah, like, I mean, that he is gross. Uh, also, the MLB, they're now trying to maybe tweak their rules that they all came up with uh, for this new season just based off of like too many people getting called like for a strike violation or something when they're up there Uh, i mean that's what that's what this was going to be about they're gonna try to probably relax the 15 second timer for when there's no one on base so the hitters like when they're in the box like it should be all right with eight seconds kind of thing um they also understand that it did make the game 25 minutes shorter on average in spring training, so that's pretty helpful as well as everything. Should that translate to the regular season games, we'll see. Um, also, stolen bases are up 50% from last spring. Higher success rates now, too. Uh, so those look like they're... Those, those are good. Those are working that's good, right people. now. Um, but, yes, the pitch clock... They are going to try to lax a little bit as much as they can on it, but they like that it's taking, you know, 25 minutes off the game. Now, what's going to happen if this takes sponsor deals away? I don't know. Like, are they, they, I guess it's going to be more commercials, right? Like more commercial dense now. If there's 25 minutes less of game, it's going to be more commercials. Also uh, heard that they're going to, like, when a catcher makes the last out, be a little more lenient, too, because, like, they got to put the shit on. Yeah. And then they're going to have, they're supposed to only have, like, two and a half minutes in between each inning. Like, if the catcher makes the last out, it'll be, like, maybe three minutes. You know what I mean? So, Hurry up, bitch. Right. Um, but, yeah, baseball, they're going to try to stay strong. They're going to try to stay strong on this shit. They just don't want bullshit to be the thing that leads to it. Um, yeah. So the baseball season is coming up Mm -hmm. and I have a list of 23 milestones that might be reached during the 2023. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You did this last year, I believe. Yeah. Um, Or maybe two years ago. So I'd, like I said, I just thought I'd go through them and we can just quickly say yay or nay. Yeah. Uh, First, Giancarlo Stanton Mm -hmm. is only 57. Oh, sorry. Jesus Christ. Uh, he is currently at uh, 378 career home runs. Yeah. Does he make 400? For sure. Yeah. 22 homers? Yeah. 
He, he might hit 500. He might hit 122 uh, homers and what this I, year. What I meant was only 57 big leaders have ever eclipsed 400 home runs. Oh, yeah, he will. He'll, he'll get the 500 home runs. How old is Giancarlo Stanton? 33. Yeah, he'll definitely get the 500 home runs. This season? Yeah. No, no. 400 this season. Sorry. 500 for his career. I was just Oh, saying. okay, okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Sorry, I heard you. Uh, also, he's at a career 971 for uh, RBIs. Yeah, so easily a thousand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he also needs twenty-eight more doubles to reach three hundred. That's gonna be that's gonna be closer because he doesn't within two years. I mean, for sure. Yeah, he's probably gonna hit twenty-eight doubles this year. I, I would guess that he's hit twenty-eight doubles quite a few times in his career, just like based off what. Oh man, fucking there we go, John Carlos Stanton. Um, yeah, I think all those milestones get reached uh, this year. It looks like uh, uh, the doubles are pretty pretty Whoa. dwindling. Yeah, so um, so two seasons. Yes, his first season in New York, he had thirty four doubles, but the last few seasons he hasn't he hasn't done so well. But he's been okay. hurt a little bit. But he definitely gets the homers. Definitely. All right, here's a, here's one that um, this one will be tricky. Mike Trout mm-hmm. is at 350 home runs. Mm. See, now he's never hit 50 homers in a year. No, but can he do it? Uh, do you feel like he can? Mike Trout's got a career OPS of 1,000. That's fucking gross. 31. Um, No. No, he doesn't hit 50. He's going to hit like 47. Uh, he hit 40 last year. Yeah. And only 119 games. Yeah. Fucking sick, dude. It's <laughs> fucking gross. Um, God, I want him to. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah, we're rooting for the Trout 50 run this year. Uh, he's four doubles short of 300. Guaranteed. So he's definitely doing that. Guaranteed. Um, 104 RBIs to reach 1,000. Which would be his third highest of all time. Actually, it would be his tie for his second highest. Uh, he's only had 104 or more twi- one, twice. 104 one year and 111 one year as well. Um, that's kind of wild to say. Both times he's gotten to 104 RBIs, he's won the MVP. See what I'm saying? So there is uh, there's a... And, I mean, like, it's the Angels. They might do something this year. No. I I mean, I don't know. It's the Angels. How do they only have 80 RBI on 40 home runs? Because he's a boss. He's literally the only guy doing it. All right. Uh, this one I'm just going to read quickly because he's definitely do it, doing it. Nolan Arenado is one home run shy of 300 home mm-hmm. runs. Yep. And uh, will he do it on the first day? First series. Okay, that's easy. Uh, he is, what is it, 32 uh, RBIs shy of 1,000. Also going to do so that. So he's definitely going to do Hall that. Hall of Famer, first ballot. Sure. Yeah. All right. Freddie Freeman. Mm-hmm. Fredward. Yes. Frederick. He is 97 hits shy of 2,000. Yep, he does that. So, I, he, I mean, like, he's going to get there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, what, what's been what's been his hits for a season? Like, around 200. Okay. So, like, when? Does he do it? 
before, uh, just after All Star? Are we going by the average here? Yeah, he'll probably do it by the All Star break. Yeah, I think that's fair. Well, depending on how long this injury is. All right, played All right. 159 games the last two years, so. Uh, he is eight homers shy of 300 and 59 RBIs shy of a th- of 1,100. Mm-hmm. So, so he will definitely of those. do both of those. Yep. All right. Andrew McCutcheon. Ooh. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say no already just before you even say <laughs> it. But I want to say yes. 52 hits shy of 2,000. He's definitely doing that. I don't know, man. Really? It's like how much is he going to play? I don't know how much he's going to play. I mean, he's got... He, 52 hits, I would love. Yes, I would love that. Okay. But if he only plays 60 games, he will not probably do that. 13 home runs shy of 300. Mm. That one might be tricky. Well, how many did he have last year? 17. Ooh, see that one? That one's a close one. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. <coughs> Good Lord. Um. And he'll be uh, at 400 doubles with eight more of those. Yeah, he'll do that. Okay. Uh, Bryce Harper is next. Okay. Bryce Harper uh, has 285 home runs right now. So 15 shy of 300. That's inevitable. Guaranteed. Uh, Two doubles shy of 300. Yep. Duh. Um, Harper is 87 RBI is short of a thousand. Yep, he'll do that. Okay. Nope. Uh, are you sure it's like a hundred and eighty-seven? Uh, that's not what I have. Eight hundred and seventeen RBI is what I got. I, well, I don't know. It says eighty-seven shy. I don't know. Maybe that's a error for a yard barker. Yeah, I think I think so because I have eight hundred and seventeen RBIs right here. Okay. Oopsie daisy. But that would be 183 RBIs, and that would be fucking crazy. Yeah. But if anyone could do it, it'd be someone on that Phillies team. Okay, next up, Manny Machado. Mm, fuck that uh, guy. So he's going to hit Big a time. Fuck that guy. bunch of milestones this year. He's uh, One hit will be 300 career home runs. Okay. Uh, he is just 17 shy of that. So probably going to happen. Yep. Um, then we go to Anthony Rizzo. Okay. He has 283 career home runs. So, yeah. Same thing. Probably going to do that. Um, and he is 111 RBI short of 1,000. That's probably right around where he would max out. His that personal would be his... best is 109. Yeah, that would, that would max him out. No, he's not going to do that. Okay. Paul yeah, Goldschmidt. Okay. Uh, he passed the 300 home run mark last season. Good for Goldie. And uh, he's needs 18 more doubles to land 458 RBIs to be at 1,100. Do both of them. Okay. Here, now we finally get into some defensive marks. Clayton oh. Kershaw. Oh. Uh, he has registered 28, uh, sorry, 2,807 strikeouts in his career. Okay. Uh, good for 24th all time. He needs 193 more to reach 3,000. Mm-hmm. He's going to do that. Okay. Even though the last few, he hasn't hit that number since 2017, he's going to do that. Okay. He's also three wins shy of 200. He is definitely doing He'll that. He'll do that in the first three games. 
Adam Wainwright mm-hmm. now. Clayton Kershaw struck out 301 batters in a year one time. That's disgusting. <laughs> did he win Cy Young that year? Uh, he mean, did yeah. not. He didn't? No. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, the year before. Uh, dude, who won Cy Young this year? He had a 2-1-3 ERA. I mean, Jake Arrieta, your boy. Oh, he mm. was really good that year. Though. He was really good in the second half. That was that he was whole, really good that year. Zach Greinke was probably the better pitcher on the team, honestly, too, when you look at it. Holy shit. Zach Greinke was fucking nice that year. Although 301 strikeouts is just, come on, we should have we should have helped him out there. All right, another one, Adam Wainwright. Mm-hmm. Uh, five more victories to 200. Definitely doing that. Sure. Pete Alonzo. Big meat Pete. 54 home runs to reach 200. Mm, no, next year. Okay. Uh, then going to Jose Altuve, uh, he, he has at 109, or sorry, 1,935 hits. So mm-hmm. he's going to hit the 2,000 mark. Sure. 21 doubles short of 400. Yep. Does that too. Mm, that one's a close one. Uh, he had 39, 32 the last two seasons. Okay. He's only 33 years old. He's Eight homers to reach 200. Yep. Does that too. Uh, but also... It's important to note he's going to miss the first two months of the season. Is he hurt? Yeah, broken finger. Oh, he still does it. All right. Uh, Craig Kimbrell. Mm, he doesn't is... do it. <laughs> he's kind of garbage. I now. have no idea I'll, where he is at. Uh, Craig Kimbrell is a Dodger. No, he's going to be on the Phillies, right? I think he's on the Phillies. Okay. Yeah. Uh where do you where does Craig Kimbrell rank all time for saves? He's on the Phillies. Uh he's high up there. He's probably top ten. Seventh. Okay. All right. Three hundred and ninety four saves. He's been around for a minute. Yeah. Two thousand ten was his first year. Uh, and he got one save that year. He also led the league in saves his second, third, fourth, and fifth season. So the real question is does Craig Kimbrell get six saves? Get fifth all time. Well, how many does he have to get? 31. No. No. Definitely not. He hasn't had... Uh, 2018, he had 42 saves. That's the last time he's gotten over 24. Okay. So, no. He's going to be on the Phillies, man. That, you know what? Yeah, and honestly, he's probably not going to be their closer, though. That also... Oh. They got Sir Anthony Dominguez... He's just going to be a pen guy. I think it's going to be close if he gets six saves to get to 400. Yeah, I didn't think about that. It's also the Phillies. They're going to be blowing out teams. Right, you know what I mean? So I'm going to say no. Do We We got to do uh, baseball predictions next week, too, because the season's going to be started then. All right. We're like nine days away. All right, you Darvish, uh, he is what, five wins away from 100, so yep. he's definitely reaching that. Mm-hmm. 93 victories. Uh, he, oh, wait. Okay, so sorry. Yeah, they also put his uh, Japan League. Uh, Don't care. Like victories, he had ninety three on there too. So. Nice. Good. For um, him. Yeah, Darvish also needs two hundred and twelve strikeouts. Congrats to, to his grandmother for getting laid in Japan. Okay, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, yeah, so two hundred twelve strikeouts to reach two thousand. Mm, no, it's a huge number. But uh, no, he doesn't do that. He has beaten that four times. Yeah, yeah. So he I could. That. I uh, I don't. I don't think he does this year. 
All right, Tom, uh, I will tell you, we have reached a brewer. Do you want to take a guess as to who it is? Mm. And then do you want to take a guess as to how wrong you are? Brewer that's going to reach a milestone this year. Uh, That's like that worthy. Is it a pitcher? Yes. Is it Corbin? No. Is it, is it? Brandon Woodruff? No. Is it Devin Williams? No. Who the fuck is this pitcher? It's Wade Miley. Okay, that's so random. <laughs> he's at 99 wins, so he's yeah, breaking guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Zach Granke, another former, former brewer. brewer. Well, Wade Miley was a former brewer. Correct, but now current. Yes. Uh, he is 75 strikeouts ahead of Kershaw and his 20th all time. Mm. 118 punch outs. He'll reach the <sighs> impressive 3,000 mark. I want to say yes, but Zach Greinke also just stopped striking dudes out. Like, so, like, for instance, last year, he only had 73 strikeouts and he pitched 26 games. All right. So how many does he need? 118? Uh, yes. I would say he will sooner reach 100 career wild pitches because he only needs one more of those. Yeah, let's go. So I don't know. I, that's, a, that's a big number for Zach, 118. I, I'm going to say yes. I'm rooting for him. Yes. Garrett Cole is 70 strikeouts away from 2,000. Yep. Uh, he's 32 years old and it looks weird without facial hair. Garrett Colts for 2000. Yeah. Is that what you said? Yep. He's going to get to 3000 as well too. If he's only 30 something. Yeah. He just said he's fucking nasty, dude. He also had, uh, yeah, he struck out 326 in 2019. That's fucking gross and did not win Cy Young. So, all right, here's a fun one. Mm -hmm. Terry Francona. Yes. He has uh, 1,874 managerial wins. What was the number? 1,874. 1,874. So he's got to get to 1,900. He's not going to get to 2,000. Not this season. I would say by next. Yeah, maybe if Cleveland's not dog shit. Um, But the more fun one, he has been ejected 47 times during his career. He'll get to 50 this year. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, he'll be the 25th skipper to be booted 50 times. Kenley Jansen. That's it? Didn't Bobby Cox get tossed like 300 times? Like, I, I think it's ridiculously high. I, I don't. 25 guys have only been ejected 50 times. And then. No, 24. Okay. Because it'd be Farrancona to get to. Uh, the next one number of I don't think ejection. Bobby Cox is that, is that high like 300s an insane that's why I think it's that high it's I, not that high 159 yeah, okay there you go that's still if I was a manager I'd break that record so easy it wouldn't be <laughs> you wouldn't be a manager <laughs> I would easily break that record I could do that in a season all right you know what I mean 159 that's like every game so, if you want, had to take a guess, um, Craig Kimbrell is seventh all time in the saves list. Who is eighth? Uh, Guillermo Mota. <laughs> no. Uh, Kenley Jansen. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he only trails Kimbrell by three saves. 
Nice. Does he pass him? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he'll get three more saves than him this year. Kenley Jansen is on the Braves? No, Red Sox. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely And they're going to keep games close. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, next up, Elvis Andrus. Jeez. Okay. I know, we're right? Getting, we're getting thin here. Well, we only got three more. Okay. So <laughs> Uh, Elvis Andrews, uh, let's see, he is three hits shy of 2,000, so No definitely. shit. Wow. Elvis Andrews, what a career, bro. 2,000 hits? He's just not leaving the N- the MLB. That's why. Okay. Yeah, I'm for it. He's also 40 doubles away from 400. Well, that's not going to happen That'd this year. That'd be insane. Year. Yeah, but maybe two years. Maybe. Uh, the name that I have forever been pronouncing wrong up until maybe like two years ago, Mark Melancone, Melanson. Um, yeah. Did you call him Melancone? Yeah, I used to call him Melancone. Oh, wow. You're yeah. dumb. Yeah, Melanson. Yeah, well, look. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> He's at 262 saves right now. Mm. That's no shot. That's no wide. shot. Wide. No shot. Uh, where is he now? Like the D-backs, right? D-backs. Uh, he also is at... Oh, wait, no. Sorry. Uh, Sonny Gray mm. is our last player. What a guy to finish the list. <laughs> okay, here we go with Sonny Gray. Uh, he is... Wait, where the fuck... See, unfortunately, they don't give me like the, the things. They just put it all into a word, so it's kind of a bitch. Yeah, reading... <laughs> fucking tough and you're still so sunny gray nothing he's not gonna do shit he's at 90 career wins yeah okay he'll get to 100 all right there you go there it is those are all the records you gotta look out for none as fun as albert pujols no no so who you know i was the first believer in albert pujols that he was going to break those records last year settle down there i was the first person out of what this room of two um no i think in the entire mlb yeah <laughs> okay. i i think i i remember we had a push <laughs> I, we had a push and i said that both him getting to 700 and judge getting to 62 was going to happen that was one of my hot takes last year good for you it was a good one all right uh twitter hitter mm-hmm what the fuck was that? This is my tweet. That was we can we cannot do that anymore. That's gonna be gone. Um I I, I got it. Hold on, I got it. I'm gonna start it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Barstool Sports has reported that approximately ninety seven point four percent of TVs in Japan were tuned in to watch Shohei Otani strike out Mike Trout to end the world baseball classic. Mm. Holy shit. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. Doesn't get a diss bitch because that's an impressive one. Uh, so that one will get a... Glorious. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Um, I'm going to connect to the uh, thing here. And can you can you just hit like pair or whatever the fuck you need to for me right there? Um, because I feel like we should listen to this uh awesomeness together uh, i have kevin harlan 
Did you hear his call for the yes. Furman game? Yes, I did. That was pretty legit. I have to forget the device before I can then I told you. pair into it with the way that it happens. So I'm going to need you to just sit here and wait. Pair one more time. Hit the claim or whatever it is. No, that says cancel. Okay, well, hit cancel and then oh now hit it again. And it'll work. It'll work. Watch. See, now I can join it. Now I join it. See? And let's listen to this call by Kevin Harlan. And then he he uh, he's holding back fucking Stan Van Gundy and all that during that. Um, yeah, that's another glorious one. I think we can go with there. So, uh, um, Kevin Harlan, Milwaukee's finest, broadcasting capital of the world, Milwaukee. I mean, like sneaky, sneaky as fuck, right? Also, I've I've I have been a Kevin Harlan champion for quite some time. So there's two I know, but I'm missing one. What? Which one am I missing? Because it's Ernie Ernie Davis, or not Ernie Davis. What's his name? Ernie Johnson and Kevin Harlan. Who's the other one I'm missing? Matt Vaskersian. No, but there's another one from Milwaukee. Oh, Bob. Bob Uecker. I mean, duh. That's oh. another big one there, too. Uh, I still think I'm missing one that I want to remember here. And uh, I don't think Vaskersian's from Milwaukee, but he obviously made it in milwaukee so but i know harlan johnson euchre obviously all from milwaukee it's broadcasting capital like of the of the country sneaky i'll take it yeah there we go um yes it's pretty positive twitter hitters this week look at us nice Nice. Usually we're not. Um, quick hits. Quack hats. Roger Goodell, congrats. You got an extension. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about that. That's right? all right. It's all right. I'll just make it a quick hit because Roger Goodell, uh, they also have uh, posted that he wrote a letter to the NFL in 1982 to all 28 teams at the time. Do you know who the commissioner was at that time? Isn't that um, Roselle? Pete Roselle. Yes. Very nice. Uh, he wrote a letter to him as well. The letter reads, I am writing to you in reference to any job openings you may have in your office. Having just finished my undergraduate degree at Washington and Jefferson College this past May, I am presently looking for a position in the management of professional sports. Being an avid football fan, I have always desired a career in the NFL. Consequently, as a great admirer of you, it would, be, it would be both an honor and a pleasure to work for you in any position that may be available. Thank you for consideration. I look forward to hearing from you, Roger Goodell. So Aww. I have now copy and pasted that onto my notes, and we'll be sending that out to any place where I need a job because it got Roger Goodell to make like $70 million a year. All right. That's all go. he had to do, right? Let's there. Go. That's uh that's my that's my thing. Um Next, um, Slam Ball. Slam Ball's back, baby. Me, 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 me. Um, after 20 years, Glorious. it's going to return in July. A six-week regular season, one-week playoff in uh, Vegas. Too short. Seven weeks? Two Too months? Short. Two, month, two months of Slam Ball? I want more. Okay. All right. 
That's fair. I, so, dude, I was watching Slam Ball. At, what is that? that? That puts me between like eight, nine, ten years old. Okay. Guess what? It was fucking rad. And it's going to be fucking rad now mm-hmm. when he comes back. Um, I got two more. I have, uh, oh, right here. Team USA's lineup was worth $1.7 billion. That sounds about right. That's, uh, that's pretty ridiculous when you look at that. Also, Cedric Mullins made like $4 million, had a $4 million contract. That was pretty, that was pretty sad when you look at the rest of them. Cause like, you know, Mike Trout's got a $425 million contract. Yeah, it's gross. Um, yeah. Uh, and then my last one, where did it go? I have it. I have it. I promise. Cause I knew I wanted to do one more and, uh, Oh, how about this? We'll just, we'll just wrap it up with, uh, the, that's what it was. Uh, Badgers are in the NIT final four. Yeah. We, we mentioned that. Uh, yeah, but I just wanted to rub it in and say that I would rather win the final four than lose to fairly Dickinson. No, I don't think that that's, that's Purdue's. It's not for Badgers. Are you happy? You didn't get to hear either of those now because you put them over each other. It's great radio right here. It's not radio. It's podcasting. All right. It's my turn. Um, First, I wanted to do uh, half a, again, another half of a Twitter hit. Mm. Uh, So I'm going to cue my diss bitch real fast. Let me just see if it works. This bitch. Awesome. First, I want to start off by shitting on Aaron Brooks, the Penn State wrestler. Uh, who just won his third consecutive national title in the 184-pound division. And after he had won, he did an interview mm-hmm. in which I he... Saw this. Did, yeah, you did, where he just shit on every religion religion by name. Yep. And I, I don't, I'm not going to quote him because he's a piece of shit. Um, and I don't care if you're just in the heat of the moment or whatever. You should know better. Uh, but then I'm going to really oh hold on so this bitch and then I'm going to shit on the NCAA who retweeted it mm-hmm. which is just this wrong bitch ah uh, come on people yeah no feel no feel that I I I get it you're a devout Christian we aren't um so we have no say to that but also be respectful of everyone else yeah piece of garbage are you, are you good now yeah i'm good okay uh, all right my next one michael jordan selling the hornets yeah yeah what do you think about that um yeah go ahead this bitch. yeah he sucks as being an owner uh well michael jordan sucks at everything outside of being a basketball player um yeah he was bad at gambling Bad at uh, baseball. Good, good documentary maker. Did he do that though? Uh organizer, documentary organizer. Okay, documentary producer. Remember, he's been a terrible GM. He was the Wizards, uh, like head of basketball operations. Bobcats. 
Bobcats too. Remember? He, well, that was the Hornets. Yeah, as well. I mean, bad at naming teams to stay around. Yeah, Boobcats. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, he just just was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it, if you never saw his Gene Brand, also was good gross. at making shoes. He never did. Uh, that was Nike. I mean, he also is like a billionaire. So how bad can you be at everything if you're a billionaire? I guess. Um, and and how much does he own in the Hornets? I would assume he the majority probably stayed. is going to make billions off selling the Hornets. Okay. So great businessman too. Uh, this one I meant to send out uh, to mention last week. I think this is crazy. Madison Square Garden could lose their liquor license. Mm. Like, hold on. We're going to use this for another, uh, for a it danger sound effect. <laughs> like, that's bad. Yeah. That's bad. You would lose a lot of money. James Dolan uh, apparently has flubbed uh, some of the licensings and, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, over four related charges for his use of facial recognition mm. to bar lawyers involved in active litigations against them from entering his properties. Okay. If successful, these charges could strip Madison Square Garden as well as Radio City Music Hall and Beacon Theater of their liquor license. Yeah, that's tough. That's bad. That's not great. So how much do you think James Dolan is going to fork over? Um, I don't know. I um it, a lot, a lot. Like fucking up that is not great. You can't not sell booze at MSG. Well, if it makes you feel any better, Dolan called these uh charges gangster-like governmental organizations mm, and mm. Quote, he wouldn't cower in the face of their outrageous abuses. Okay. Uh-oh. Good for Dolan. <laughs> like, uh, here, this one. Hike, hike, hike. Oh, damn it. I forgot we were one over. <laughs> this bitch. That's another one that could get that. Uh, and I do have one more uh, fun one. So Jimmy Butler got mad last week mm-hmm. after a loss to the Orlando Magic. I want to say you did this one as a quick hit last week. I did not. Well, I've definitely heard this then. Um, well, because like, like I said, this was um, March 16th. So I think that's last Thursday, isn't it? Correct. When we recorded. Yep. I didn't do it. Okay. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, In a loss to the Orlando Magic, he... Cranked up the speakers mm-hmm. and played an entire album of Nickelback. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, that's fucked. I would have just beat his ass. <laughs> Apparently, also sang along to yeah, the to entire everything. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Tyler Hero ain't doing shit. To- Glorious. Ain't doing shit. Glorious. That's what fucking deems for Nickelback. Absolutely not. Everybody's getting their feelings hurt. Maybe there's too many people with soft feelings and fucking wrestling. All right. Yeah. Uh, WrestleMania going to be by the time we record next time. No, we'll have one more. Ooh, right? Yeah. One more. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll have to maybe pick WrestleMania matches. 
next week? Yeah, I'll pretty much do it blind. But yeah, that's fine. Oh, all right. Um, and uh, spoiler: Cody's not winning. Womp womp. All right, you're just getting way too much stuff from being in the chair shot. No, I I was in that boat as soon as he came out for the rumble, like because he knew he was going to win the rumble. He's not winning the belt. If he wins the belt after that push that fast, that no. No way. This is if there's anyone to do it right now, like the closest one, it's Cody. Right, because but you Cody, don't think he's winning either. Here here's my well, we'll we'll talk about it next week. We'll have to talk about it next week. Yeah. Um but yeah. Also guys, be sure to listen to us uh, not only on Fridays when we drop down the wire, but also listen to us on Mondays for Triple Grit Trivia mm-hmm. and turn yourself into a sports aficionado. Become the smartest of your friends and family with all the levels of bullshit you can hear on Triple Grit. And challenge me, the most winningest member of Triple Grit Trivia. Okay. Yeah. With one uh, win? Uh two. Are you What's there? your other win? I oh. beat you. Okay. And what's your other win? Joe, that we just did. Oh yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for knowing what happened on your own show. Way to spoil it. Yeah. Um yeah, I am currently two and one. And I would be three and oh if you didn't just bullshit me anyway. So relax. I, I'll run it back with Will Washcoon any day. Any day. Like, Will can... If he beats me again, I'll accept the feet. so salty. I will will just say that... Sounds good. Another wrestling-related. Let's go. I'll fucking study. I don't care. I'll, I'll... I'll gladly take that bet. No, because you're you're lame. You're lame as fuck. <laughs> All right. Um, but me. listen to Triple Grit Trivia. We've got great uh, content. It's short, people. Mm-hmm. It's it's listenable. It's less than an hour long. It's less than 45 minutes usually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we got some great uh, guests coming forward in the next couple of weeks. So if you want to be a part of that, you can. All you have to do is message Tom. Message myself on Twitter. Send me a picture of your nuts. At words Tommy, at Dave and Cudahy, and let's make that shit happen. Mm-hmm. You can take part in some fun head-to-head competition trivia. Let your nuts hang. Also, while you're at it, leave us a five-star review. Comment, rate, subscribe, get friends to listen, and just like herpes, let it spread. Nice. Um... Yeah, if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check us out wherever you get your podcasts. That's Spotify, that's Apple Podcasts, that's Stitcher, that's Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever the fuck else. Doesn't really matter. And you can always check us out on thechairshot.com. Look at this graph! Peace. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire. Every time we do it, y'all, we do it with fire. Sports podcast down the wire, down the wire, yeah, down the wire, yeah. Tom and Dave works, yeah, down the wire, yeah, down the wire, yeah, down the wire, yeah. Tom and Dave works, yeah, down the wire, yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.